Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, I'm Ryan. And I'm Lucas. And we're back again. So we have been talking uh, in the past several episodes about getting set up, how to be in the business, right? How to get your listing going, how to take photos, everything. So now you're up and running, right? You are a new Airbnb listing owner. Congrats. Okay. You've gone live, you've gotten messages, and you've got a booking. You've got several bookings. So now your first guests are arriving. Those first guests are going to be your most important guest ever. <laughs> yes. Okay, your first guest is more important than your hundredth guest or your thousandth guest. Why is that, Lucas? Because you want to start off with a five-star review. Don't you? Yeah, that's kind of the deal, right? Listen, guys, if you come out the gate and you don't answer messages in a timely fashion, you don't show up for check-in, you don't, you forget something. I don't know. I'm, I don't know what can go wrong, but it can all go wrong, okay? Um, you can forget to put a toaster in there. You can forget a microwave. I don't know. Anything, right? Um, and your guests are going to tear you apart. They know you're a new listing. They knew that when they booked, yep. remember? They saw that you were a new listing on Airbnb or on VRBO. Uh, that being the case, you have got to roll out the red carpet for these folks, and you have got to be on your game. All right, so... Some of the stuff we're going to say right now actually applies to all your guests, okay? But for your first ones, until you start getting some five-star reviews in the bank, um, make certain that you respect the fact that they are a guest in your home and they are a customer, okay? You can interchange those words here. Yep. When I'm doing a remodeling project for a customer as a licensed contractor or if I am managing a long-term rental property for one of my investment owners, they're my customer. And I answer the phone within reason um, all the time. You can't go two, three, four days without picking up your phone during a kitchen remodel project. And you can't have an investment owner wonder where you are for 48 hours. Guess what? These people want you in about 60 seconds. (laughs) Okay? Your guests want you now. You're not a hotel, but they don't care. Okay, they're imagining you are the front desk. They think you're sitting at a desk waiting to take their call. Correct. Yep. (laughs) I am making them sound unreasonable because they are. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. We're we're being funny. It's not every one of them, but yeah, not every one of them. But some of them do have uh, some some demands that are kind of not exactly easy to meet. You know, they snap their fingers. And they want you there. Yeah, it's as if um, I'm holding my phone in my hand 24-7 or right. something like and that. And they imagine that's the case. Now, if if you have a co-host, whether that's your, your partner or you have a business partner or you have a trusted uh, friend that has agreed to be a co-host and take the calls when you're not available, um, you can add them to your listing. And this, this would actually help you with response time. I know that uh, I've always had a co-host. Um, we have a... Uh, we have a standing agreement that if her listings are not answered in a timely fashion because she's preoccupied, I will I will pick up the torch and I will answer her messages as if I'm right there with her. Um, I know enough about her properties to do that and vice versa. She knows about mine. Um, we both like to travel as co-hosts, so we, we cover each other's back. 
Uh, but going back to this first guest, um, there are functions of Airbnb and VRBO that allow for automated check-in, right? Especially with Airbnb, yes. isn't that right? Yep. So um, what you can do on Airbnb is you can go ahead and, and make an automated check-in process where they just slide through some photos and it's got all the details. Those are great for when you get going. I highly recommend that for the first 10 guests, uh, no matter what the setup is with keys, keypads, codes, I highly recommend meeting the guest at the house, walking them in the home, showing them how to get in and out, showing them the house, and then leaving and letting them know that you are available 24-7. Yeah, you're just giving them a tour, but also it allows you to catch anything that maybe you missed oh, yeah, while you're going. Sure. Maybe a door lock's not working. Maybe right. maybe that's not working. You know, I have a building where it's required that I myself give a tour or one of my check-in agents uh, give a tour to the guests. And we always find something. There's always something that maybe didn't get put back right, uh, maybe is missing, especially when I go into the units because some of those cleaners don't realize what's missing or what's not missing. Right, right. So on that first guest, if you walk them in, there's a really good chance they're going to say to you, hey, I have a question as long as you're here. You just got um, a golden piece of information, didn't you? Like maybe yeah. you didn't think of it. And now you're going to include that in your house manual or your guidebook. Or when you do convert, like I have, I'm, I'm totally 100% self-guided check-in. Um, I've been doing this for years, though. I don't need to meet people at the front door anymore because my, my listings are established. Um, but if I made a new listing, I would follow this rule. I would go back to in-person guided check-in for the first few guests. Um, you have to make the time. You have, to get that, you have to get that listing off on the right foot. So um, regardless, uh, that'll help you weed out any problems and you will, you will make it clear to that person that you're available to them. Uh, make them feel special. Um, maybe even do some things you're not gonna do long-term. Like what's the harm in putting some snacks out? What's the harm in giving some more freebies that you don't normally give? I mean, we're going to have a whole episode about coffee and snacks and what's good and what's not and when it's appropriate and when it's not. Um, but maybe on those first few guests, just just give out a few extras. Yeah, the moral <laughs> of the story on this one is roll out the red carpet for those first few guests. Those five stars will go a long ways uh, with your success on Airbnb right? and right. VRBO. You know, and, it, and it, one last point here, and we're going to keep this episode rather short because it's a pretty point blank message, right? Um, you know, when, when you do get established and you've got your first five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people that gave you a five-star review, and now you've got five stars showing as your listing, the next people that book for the next few months ahead have a mental image of a five-star experience when they click the reservation yes. button. Um, if you are slipping and you end up with a four or four and a half, et cetera, um, you know, right out the gate, it's so bad that I'm going to just recommend this, um, if you get out of the gate and you've had some real mistakes, delete your listing. Start over. Yep. It's okay. Guys, we learn more from our mistakes than we do from our successes. I am not a, vo a motivational podcast creator here, but that falls under the category of motivational speech. You will learn more from your mistakes than you will learn from your success. Point blank. That's a, that's a concept that you need to embrace because... There's so much more value to what not to do, right? So don't be afraid to delete the listing and start over. Um, and one more point about the importance of the reviews as a as an analogy. When I'm when I'm driving the country on one of my famous road trips, 
um, I will I will pop on either Airbnb or or a Hotels.com type app to grab a place to sleep. And sometimes I'm I'm doing it within an hour of arriving. And so sometimes I end up at a roadside motel, and I'll see the rating on Hotels.com or Expedia, and I will know before I get there what to expect. And I judge the place based on the rating. And when I get there, sometimes even a nice hotel that is actually a five star experience, I'm mentally thinking. I wonder why so many people called it three and a half. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That's how important the reviews are and, and getting off to the right foot. So, uh, and reviews are a whole other episode. We want to talk about those another time. Um, but anyway, first guess, set the tone correctly, get your good reviews, roll out the red carpet for them, and get your Airbnb business off on the right foot. All right, guys, that's it for today. That's it for today's episode. Uh, in the meantime, be the best host you can be. And uh, hey, get that money. Get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.